Kids love movies. If you're a young person who can't see or can't see well, Audio Description provides access to the visual images that sighted kids enjoy. The benefits of Audio Description in Education Beatty Contest, sponsored by ACB's Audio Description Project and the Described and Captioned Media Program, wants those kids to experience Audio Description and then tell us about it. You have a chance to win prizes for yourself and your teacher. Just go to www.dcmp.org slash learn slash 658 to enter. And keep on enjoying audio description. Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to our presentation by Vespero. We are pleased to have Ron Miller with us this afternoon. He will be doing his presentation, and then you will be able to ask questions. Um, To raise your hand, if you're on a computer, it's Alt-Y. On the Mac, it's Option-Y. On your phone, it's a smartphone. It's on your screen. Double tap to raise hand. And on the landline, it's star nine. So, Ron, you're up. Wow. Well, good afternoon. And I know people are in a lot of different time zones, so it might be good morning or good day. Uh, I'll say greetings. I'm really, really glad to be here. And thanks for letting me join you guys. For me, it's lunchtime. Not that I'm eating lunch, but it is that time of the day for me. So for Larry, it's breakfast time out in California. (laughs) Already done it. Oh, okay. It's post-breakfast. Absolutely. um, Post-breakfast digestion time now. (laughs) There you go. So today I am here to talk about the L Braille. And I know the L Braille is not new news. It's been out for a while. But uh, there are folks who have questions. There are folks who want to know more. And I just want to provide a little more uh, information about it. I'm going to do things a little bit differently, perhaps. Uh, I will talk about features. I'll, I'll go over that a little bit. Um, but I want to... I want to be able to to put the L Braille in the context of where it kind of stands in the rest of the pack of note takers. And I want to address that specifically because I think that's important. I think as we look at access technology as consumers, we need to look at the tasks that we want to perform and we need to look at the devices available in the light of those tasks. So for me, that's huge. Uh, if I were in the market and purchasing note takers, uh, whether it's ours, Humanware's, Hims's, uh, it sounds funny when I say that that way. Those from Humanware and from Hims, uh, I would have to look at all of these products in the light of the tasks I need to complete and how I want to get them done, and how the respective note takers would provide that for me. So that's where I want to head with our conversation today. Hope that's okay with everybody, because that's where I plan on going. <laughs> so let's talk about the L Braille. The thing that distinguishes the L Braille, the thing that really sets it apart from every other note taker out there, is that it is running Windows 10. It's 64-bit Windows. It's not a pocket version of Windows, as we've, we've done in the past. It's not any kind of a cut-down version. It is literally Windows 10 and JAWS. So for a lot of people, whether they're students, adults, professionals, whatever, uh, it's, a, it's an interface 
and an operating system that many people know. It's a familiar operating system, and it brings some really neat advantages with it. Uh, it, it of course, combines JAWS and Windows. That's a known quantity. It also opens up the sphere of people who can help you, you being a student, you being a VI teacher, you being somebody like me who's using the L Braille in daily life. And I do. I take it everywhere but the shower and the beach because both environments are really bad for Braille displays. So <laughs> I used to used to joke with uh, high schoolers when I'd talk to them, I'd ask them, how many times can you take your Braille display to the beach? And I'd get usually one or two who'd catch on and they'd pop their hand up and the answer, of course, is once. Because probably after you've done that, it's not going to work as well as it used to. So showers and beaches, one visit. So let's don't do that. But I carry the L Braille with me everywhere. It, it's my almost grafted on digital companion, if you will. And uh, the, the advantage of using the L Braille and the sphere of helpers I get is if I need somebody to give me some assistance, I can... I can put the environment up on a video monitor and provide a mouse and a keyboard, and it's Windows. It's an environment that the vast majority of people know. So if I'm at work and I need to get my uh, L Braille onto the network and I can't do it for whatever reason, there's some rules in place, there's some things I just can't figure out. When I call the IT person and she or he comes and looks at my device and says, oh, man, I don't know anything about that Braille stuff, you know, uh, Bill, the Braille expert, isn't on the help desk until next Monday or whatever the case may be. I can say, look, check this out. Have my monitor, my mouse, and my keyboard, and they see Windows. And they say, oh, well, I can do this. And they begin to click away, and they get me onto the network. That holds true at schools. That holds true in uh, whatever entity you're with, whether it's a government agency, a school, or you're at the public library trying to get onto their Internet to do some work with your L Braille, and you're using their public access. So the... The, the number of helpers I have gets really large, whether it's the staff who suddenly realize this is just Windows to the student who takes their note-taker thingy home and their parents maybe in the past said, oh, honey, I can't really help you. I don't know how to run your Braille thingy, your Braille device. Uh, now, again, take it home at a mouse and a keyboard monitor, and they're assisting. They're able to help. This isn't a mystery. It's an environment everybody kind of knows. The VI teacher is working in an environment they know uh, other folks. You get the idea. It exposes my potential assistance aides, friends who are coming alongside uh, to an environment they know and they can work with. And that's pretty useful. That's pretty huge in and of itself. And it lets me work in an environment and use tools that are mainstream. And we'll talk about more about that in a minute. One of the downsides. One of the downsides that is, is currently being encountered by some students who are using note takers that provide a suite of proprietary applications is that they're not exposed to Windows. If I'm 11, 12, 13, 14, and I've got my note taker all sussed out and I can do it all, I could be resistant to having to learn Windows. <laughs> I already know how to do what I know how to do, and I don't need any more. Now, I'll tell you, that happened to me in third and fourth grade when I had to learn how to use a typewriter because keyboarding skills were important. And I did all but pound the table with my shoe and insist I didn't need keyboarding. I had Braille. I could do Braille writing. And the keyboarding was no fun, right? Those exercises are never any fun. Boring. But I was pushed. Mrs. Mangold, who was my VI teacher, 
didn't really care whether I thought I knew everything or not. But uh, I'm hearing from VI teachers. I'm hearing from people involved with students, middle school and then high school students, that as students finish their high school career and begin to transition out, because they're relying on note takers, which provide a suite of custom applications, custom tools, uh, and, and they're only relying on their note takers throughout their school time, uh, they come to a point where they hit college, they hit professional employment, they get outside where they need to use Windows, and they don't have those skills. Those skills aren't in place because the applications that are provided by our note takers, whether it's word processing, clock and calendar features, media players, etc., well, they really allow students to accomplish most of the tasks that they need to during their school time, maybe with some workarounds, maybe not. And it, it can isolate them from mainstream computer applications, and they get to the end of their school career, they get to the end of grade 12, uh, and they, they suddenly encounter Windows, maybe at a college computer lab, maybe in other uh, venues, maybe at a workplace. And they don't know the environment. Had the opportunity to interact with some folks out in California. As a case in point, a college student who got to Sacramento State College, and she had never used Windows. She got all the way through school without it, did just fine without it, thank you. So she was learning the college environment, and she was now learning Windows and JAWS all at the same time. So it can be a problem if you're using proprietary app applications which in a good sense are offering an experience tailored to the blind user, but again, um, they may hit some, 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 some snags, some difficulties. Also, those applications may present, prevent, uh, can't talk today, they may prevent file format compatibility issues. For example, I might be working with my peers, my classmates were doing a document all together. I know in college, we did that in, did that in my psych classes. We'd have a topic and we'd write one monolithic document. Everybody would contribute part of it. And then you turn in the whole thing to your professor. Um, in high school, that can be happening. I'm hearing that kids are now collaborating on PowerPoint presentations, those kind of things, Word documents. So I bring that document into my note taker, and I open it up, and I do my edits, make my changes, and save it. And I discover that either I can't save in the native format, maybe it'll only save to something like rich text format, or... If it'll save to the native format, I lose all of the styles, all of the tables, the embedded photos and images, all the things that make that document uh, what it is and are essential to it. Those get lost when I have to save, if I try to save in the native format. So there's some things that happen if I uh, am using uh, different types of file formats. Okay, and that's where the L Braille really starts to stand out because it's Windows, because it's JAWS. It's a little bit different from the rest in that way. Okay, um, as I say, it is using Windows 10 and JAWS. It has a 40 cell Braille display. Our Focus 40 Braille display locks right into it. And there's the usual host of features for those who don't know. It does provide Wi Fi, Bluetooth. There's a um, USB connectivity, both uh, two USB-A ports. They're USB Type 3 ports. And there's a USB-C port, which will both charge a unit and do data. It has 8 gigabytes of RAM and uh, 128 gigabyte hard drive, SSD uh, hard drive. And there's an SD card reader, which will handle cards up to 
one terabyte in size. So that's big. <laughs> it's a lot of capacity. And of course, you can use the USB ports if you want to plug in an external hard drive. They're, they're easily found in like five terabyte sizes now, which is pretty crazy. So those kind of, th- those kind of things are, um, are distinctive features in and of themselves. But the other part of the magic happens when you take into account that you're using Windows and so you can take advantage of everything that Windows itself offers. So you're not running proprietary proprietary applications. Hard to say that, right? You're running Windows applications. You don't have to wait on Vispero to change your word processor if you need to have full native file support for various document types. You don't have to wait for us to, to roll out like the day when Word changed when Microsoft changed Word from .doc.doc to .docs.docx. There is no lag in your support because you simply update your Office subscription and move on to the next version. It's something that's pretty easy to do. That all by itself is pretty huge. You've got full access across the board in Windows. You're not waiting on us to provide... Um, the text editor you need, the calendar program you need, um, any of those sorts of things. Okay, that to me is a huge distinguishing feature. Um, I use that every day, whether I'm at work or I'm in a meeting. (laughs) Um, I take advantage of the Windows uh, applications that are available to me. Case in point, last night I had a a community emergency response team meeting that I needed to attend, and they're all doing Zoom meetings. So I brought my L-Braille with me out here under the back porch where it's comfortable and did all of that stuff right here on the back porch where I'm actually sitting talking to you now. And again, I'm using the L-Braille as my uh, my Zoom device and uh, taking advantage of that. So it opens up access to all of those those productivity tools, whether it's Office 365, whether it's as we're coming up on tax season, it's the uh, tax applications that run on Windows and are very accessible. And there are several, I believe, that have made some great strides in being sure that they're accessible for people using using a, a computer with JAWS. In the classroom, I'd point us toward things like simple stuff. Uh, the fact that you can have Braille input and output. And it can be in computer Braille, of course, but it can also be an uncontracted and contracted UEB. And you could say everybody does that. That's true. Um, You also have access to Braille study mode. And Braille study mode is a feature which allows JAWS to identify a Braille symbol on your Braille display. So if there's a question about what I'm learning, if you're a teacher and you've prepared perhaps a notepad document, which will be forward translated to the Braille display, and you've got exercises as, as I am learning Braille from you, you know, maybe we're concentrating on various word signs, or maybe various two-part word signs, two-cell word signs like you know, father, mother, here, Lord, there, all that sort of stuff. Um, maybe I'm practicing that and I see a sign that I don't understand, I don't remember anymore. Let's see, I see, let's say I see dot .5F. I can have JAWS identify dot .5 and F for me, but that doesn't really tell me what that two-cell word sign is. So not only can Braille study mode identify the Braille symbol that I'm seeing on my Braille display, I can make it, uh, I can make it say and spell 
the particular contracted word in question. So .5F, I can have JAWS spell it F-A-T-H-E-R. So it identifies it for me. Is that going to be something that a fluent Braille reader uses? No, I doubt it. But somebody who's learning Braille, whether it's a student or an adult who's advantageously blind and has their L Braille and is using it both as a note-taking tool and a tool for increasing their their Braille uh, fluency could use, right? As a student, of course, the L Braille can grow with them. You can start with Notepad and WordPad for writing assignments, doing those sorts of things, and move up. As you're moving into middle school and high school, you probably start using the office tools, Word, and PowerPoint, maybe even Excel if they're getting up into uh, classes that uh, have them start to use spreadsheets and equations and formulae, those kinds of things. So it'll grow with you, and it stays current. The applications, the abilities, since Microsoft is very quick to update their applications and keep things current with what uh, consumers need, your applications stay very current for you. And that comes right into the classroom. The nice thing about that is you'll learn Windows skills. You'll learn how to write. You'll learn how to do these things. And the student keeps their Braille literacy up and continues their Braille fluency. Note-taking in the classroom is, of course, on the Braille display using the Perkins keyboard. Speech is turned off. Oh, I hope so anyways. Because if speech is turned off, their ears are listening to the class around them, listening to the teacher, they're listening to questions and answers. Their fingers are doing the work that their colleagues, their, their classmates are doing visually. So you've got a device that lets you keep your ears out in the world. The other thing that can happen when it comes to the time for learning keyboarding, like I did in third grade, is you can plug a QWERTY keyboard into your L Braille, run a program like Typeability, which is a great typing tutor program. It'll teach you how to type, teaches you JAWS commands. Its scope is very wide as the student goes through this. What's nice is you learn you learn keyboarding, whether it's from a USB or a Bluetooth uh, paired keyboard, but you can still use the Braille display. As a VI teacher, you can stress the continued acquisition of Braille skills while they're working on keyboarding. And again, take it back to the classroom and just use the Braille keyboard. So some neat possibilities there um, as you're taking advantage of, again, Windows and JAWS. Just looking at my notes here. I'm catching up with myself. I get excited, and I, I run on, <laughs> and I run ahead of myself. Uh, one of the things I want to show you in a moment um, is convenient OCR and how that works and picture smart because both of those are available on the L Braille. And let's look at that for a minute because those have come a long way since they were introduced. I believe it was back in uh, JAWS 2018, Convenient OCR showed up. And I want to say Picture Smart was either 2019 or early 2020. Um, I think it was 20, I 2019, I think. Was it 2019? I, I I'll agree so. with you. I think I yeah. saw Eric pop into our room here. Yeah, Hi, you Eric. did. He's gone now. He was here oh, just he to left. see. Was oh, here. I bored him that fast. <laughs> Oh, well, that's the way it goes. But I just I couldn't remember the exact date, and I'm not looking at a timeline, so that's, that's scary but true. Um, but, yeah, I think you may be right. It could be 2019. But it, they've come a long way in the stuff they will do. So I'm going to take a moment here, now that i got my, uh, my files in front of me. And what I want to do, there we go is I'm going to share my, my audio, if that's okay. As soon as I can get to that control, let's 
See, if I was a super snappy Zoom guy, I'd be really fast at this. Here we go. There's compare share, share computer sound. By the way, if there's any questions that I can field as I'm doing this and bringing stuff up, if there's any in the chat room, I'm willing to, we can take a couple of minutes and grab those if you guys wish. I, I work with speech muted about 90% of the time or more with my L Braille. Um, I really don't want it yakking away. And I consider this a, a meeting session. So I'm not going to have it talking, 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 talking over and over and over. Ron, you uh, do I, have one question if you want sure. to take it. Oh, yes, ma'am. Go for it. Linda? Just a couple of questions. Okay, so you, this does work with a, a Braille keyboard. I got that finally. Yep. And, but my question is, can you do all of the little gestures like in Zoom, like Alt-U brings up your participants list and Alt-A? Absolutely. Unmute. Yep. Now, you, this is the Focus Braille display, so it's got the Perkins-style keyboard. It's a great question. And... You could say we don't have an alt key, we don't have a control key, we don't have those things on our focus braille display, but we added them virtually. Because if you press dot three along with dot eight and spacebar, it sends a control command to JAWS. If you press a dot six with dot eight and spacebar, everything's with dot eight and spacebar. You can see the formula there. Mm-hmm. Dot six with with the eight and spacebar, it sends an alt command. So if I wanted to do, like, well, case in point, I wanted to share my audio and my screen with everybody. So if you if you can see the screen, you're looking at my my list of files. If I, I turn can't. speech on, Full speech. I can't either. It's okay. Pumscoremaydeli.pdf. I've got a Ten. PDF file ready to go, and I did that by pressing dot six eight and spacebar. So it says alt, and then I press the letter S. To share my screen so you can definitely do alt s i can do alt a to mute my microphone and all that stuff so we did a, a virtual edition of keys we just said hey dot six is alt key and jaws knows i'm sending an alt command if i if i include dot eight in space with it oh that is so cool can you tell me uh, the price yeah it is I, I always get i always get nailed by this because the price is it's on kind of a sliding scale um, it's twenty nine ninety five for the L Braille hardware, okay, the smart part I would call it, and so that's that's the computer piece. That's the part that's running Windows, has the speakers and all that stuff, and then the Focus Braille display, which latches into it and locks in place, is twenty nine ninety five, okay. And I think I misspoke. I believe uh, L Braille is twenty seven ninety five. That's better, and uh, the Braille display is twenty nine ninety five. So it works out to about fifty four. $5,400, okay? And um, that's for both pieces. If somebody already has a Focus Braille display, a fifth-generation Focus Braille display, they don't need to buy two. I mean, you can if you want to, but you certainly don't have to because your your Braille display locks into the L Braille. So then your cost is only the cost of the L Braille. And that's why I say I answer the question, and I always sound kind of kludgy as I answer it because it's, it's really a two-part answer. Does that make sense? Yes, and thank you very much. And You're Jaws, Jaws is, a, is the third component. So. Ah, yes, and Jaws, okay. of course. So if you, don't, you, you already, already have, have Jaws, one. you don't need it again. It's free. If you've got a Jaws license, you don't need to, add, need to add another one. If somebody doesn't have Jaws, you've got a couple of option, options. You can buy the perpetual license, which is just around $1,000, I believe, or there's the annual license. Okay. And you have one is, more question. Absolutely. Lynn, go ahead. Um. I've been reading the uh, 
brochure and the uh, features while you were talking. Mm -hmm. Um, And I have a question. Um, Does the Braille display allow you to adjust? Well, okay, I'll just say how crisp the Braille is because I need crispy Braille. It is. I love crispy Braille. If I could put it, I love that. <laughs> it does not snap, crackle, or pop, though. That would be a bad thing. No, 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 no. <laughs> it, it, there is a, a very Braille feature. It's pretty limited in what it does because we keep that firmness really high. Um, we found very few people who like squishy Braille. I have, I have run into a couple. Okay, But the other part of that, if you've got really firm dots, if the pins are kind of pointy feeling, People start to fatigue, and they go, well, that's too sharp. The Braille's too sharp. Got it, so got it. I would say our Braille is firm, but okay. the top of our pins are, do you remember the kind of Braille you'd get from a really good Perkins Braille, or it had that nice dome shape? Yeah. Okay, that's what we produce. Our pins have that nice hemispherical top, but they are very, very firm. Okay. okay. Yes. Um, so, and my last, my, really, my last question really quick is, no problem. Um, does... Um, I don't remember. Does Freedom have a um, a sparrow? Does uh, do you, do they have like a, like a payment option feature plan? We don't. We don't that? have a payment plan right now. Um, that's not something we have. I believe on our website is a a resource list. And if not, uh, fire me off a note. Uh, Miller at visparrow.com, and I'll go dig for it. But there's some some information on local resources i think it was aph had some info on it in fact also mm-hmm. where you could go to find sources for funding access tech but we don't we don't have a, like a loan program or a payment uh, you know page you go okay. like that All right. well thank you you're very welcome thanks for being here okay mm-hmm. and then someone with the last three seven twenty seven can uh, unmute please Hi, this is Nancy Younger. You helped me. It really was a great session in 2018. I don't have one. I don't have the product yet, but I have the manuals. Are you coming out with a tutorial? I hear rumors. I don't know if they're you know, true or not. I, I keep recording them, and I keep being slow at them, and I apologize. I should kick that into high gear because I owe you a bunch of those. I actually solicited yes. suggestions. I have those suggestions. I've got uh, four of them recorded. We need a whole lot more than four, so... Um, I've gotten past this wave of various recordings for other things, so I will I will commit that I'll I'll get cracking on those again. <laughs> I apologize. That's well, okay. Will there be any text files too? If you want to read some stuff Absolutely. as well, there'll be text files. They're broken up with headings and everything. I'm I'm formatting them so that you can either listen to them or you can read the text. And I'm wonderful. I'm, I'm dutifully be sending dutifully can't say that either. <laughs> dutifully gonna do the rest of my presentation and more stuff, <laughs> if you guys don't mind since I can't talk. I, I will dutifully get those off to our training department. So I will keep cranking away and I'll I'll speed up the production on those. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Okay, Julie. Hi, I just had a brief question about sure. the uh, fourteen. Did the the L Braille came out in the beginning with the Focus 14, correct? It did. It had a 14, then a follow-on 40 cell version. It used the fourth generation Braille displays. Yes, ma'am. Okay, but the I have access to one of those. Are they still the same as what this the L Braille? Is that all still the same as this new one? No, or are there a lot of differences. It's a great question. There's a difference in ability. It's still running Windows. 
course, and still running JAWS. So it still does those. It'll run Office 365, all the stuff that I said. The difference is in the performance of the unit. We went from a PC stick, which you found in a lot of tablets, and we were able to, to go to the Intel Compute Card, which is uh, uh, an i7 processor, i5 processor, sorry. It's an i5 processor. I realize I misspoke in a recording the other day. It's an i5 processor. And uh, so it's a lot faster. It's 64-bit Windows. And, the, and, and one of the other big changes is we've really changed the memory size. There's 8 gigabytes of RAM in the new one and 128 gigabyte SSD. It's a solid-state drive. So there's a lot more memory capacity. And, of course, the uh, SD card reader went from 256 gigabytes to a 1 terabyte capacity. So... If you can afford it, you can put a, a big, if you will, capacity, high-capacity SD card in there. So if you used them side-by-side, side, uh, you would notice in performance that stuff is much snappier. I, I can open up Microsoft Word, and it's really fast. I'm going to do some things with Convenient OCR in just a minute, and uh, I'll let you see how quick. Let me see if speech is muted. Speech mute. Okay, let me mute speech real quick here, and I'll go to a... Surely I've got a Word document floating. Oh, here's one. So I've got a, a document I can open up real quick just to show you. Um, and I'm, I'm doing it simply as, as an example. Full speech. Okay. So I've got a thing. It was a, a thing we put together. Okay, I give credit where credit's due. Eric Damry put it together. And it's a demonstration of how text analyzer work, works. But it's a Word document. I'm going to press enter now on the document. Opening Word. Opening Word. Text analyzer demonstration dot docs compatibility mode word web layout view edit. So you see how quickly speech, of course, takes time to sit. You see how quickly word opened. It was pretty quick. Yes. That's the kind of thing you're going to see differences on. I'm going to close that Alt so I can do other stuff. Items view multi select. Okay, I'll make it be quiet because I'm talking. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> you're going to notice a difference in performance. Those kind of things, which is what you're going to see between the old version and the newer version of the L Braille. But the older version is not entirely obsolete. No, it's just going to be slower. Good. It's 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 a uh, it's a quad core Atom processor, so it acts like the Windows tablets that it used to be able to buy. Uh, Dell made them. Um, yes. Other companies made them. Yes. Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay, that's all the hands you have for right now. Okay, let's look at convenient OCR. Picture from newspaperarticle.jpg. Then we'll look at this, which is we'll look at uh, picture smart. So I have Palm's Gourmet Deli here, which you heard at the beginning when I first let you listen to my files list. And Convenient OCR is intended to let you use the Perl camera, a flatbed scanner, or a file that contains an image of, of text. And it will go in and, and, and it will perform optical character recognition on that text and, and give you uh, its best effort at, at converting that to actual text. So from an image of print to actual text. And it works pretty well. And we call it convenient OCR simply because instead of having to have a program like OpenBook or one of the Kurzweil programs, JAWS will do it for you using built-in OCR functionality. But wait, there's more. We just made a change here so that you could tell JAWS, hey, don't just give me the OCR text, which was cool. What I want you, Jaws, to do is open up and create a Word document with this text. So if I'm going to use this as a resource, okay, whether I'm, whether I'm getting pages from a book, a pamphlet, a handout that I got in class or in a meeting or whatever, 
I don't have to fiddle around with doing the OCR, then doing a select all and a copy and opening up Word and performing a paste command and then saving the document with a document name. Okay, that's all doable, but it's fiddly. <laughs> so I want, I want, I want uh, JAWS to do this for me. So I've got my file. This is a, a menu from a deli, which is close to our old location where we used to be in St. Petersburg before we moved the uh, Freedom Headquarters, Vispero Headquarters to Clearwater, Florida. Um, it's a significant move. It was only a few miles up the road, but uh, definitely different digs. So I've kept this because it's great because it's a picture of a page. It's a PDF document that has no markup. It literally is a picture of their menu. So I'm going to press insert space. Space. You hear Jaws say space and that pip-pop noise. Then O for OCR. OCR. And then the letter R. I don't have a good mnemonic for R other than word. <laughs> There's an R stuck in the middle of that. Document OCR started. Finished. Okay, that was helpful. Thank you. I'm going to do an insert T. Title is webinar demo files and zoom backgrounds uh-huh so it didn't it didn't go where i wanted let me see if it did my document this is the beautiful part of doing demonstrations like this window list dialog running app palm.docs word restored there it is four of nine palm.docs i'll open it up palm.docs word web layout view edit palm's signature salads choice of dressing house italian caesar Dot superscript zero and superscript five superscript dot and superscript five go superscripts. Okay, now you get some artifacts from OCR. I got my salad Ranch type. or Thousand Island. It's my type of dressing. Tom's House Salad Dollar Five Point Five Zero misspelled at it. And it's five fifty for the salad. So I don't know what the quality of the images they have. Um, I get the same results. I get some some artifacts and weirdness, but I got the entire menu. I won't make you listen to the whole thing. For me, around lunchtime, it's making me hungry. So when we're done, I'm going to go out and find some lunch. <laughs> um, but it didn't just give me that text. It dropped it into a Word document. It put it into a Word document for me. And as you heard, I'll do the title again, insert T. Title is palm.docs word web layout view so it's palm.docs because it's palms gourmet deli and it called it palm.docs it's already got the docx formatting so it actually created the word document at this point it's sitting in my documents it's ready for me to go so it the work is done for me i've got this whole ocr result wrapped up and already put as word i can keep it as a resource if it's a handout for school which i would have hated as a 12 year old ron miller uh, there's my assignment I can open it up in Word, fill it out, answer the questions, do whatever needs to be done. So, Ron, did, did, did it actually, it, it, it's there in your documents. Is it in a saved context or do you have to save it? No, it's already done. That's why it's okay. got the dot docs suffix on yeah, it. Yeah, because maybe then I missed it when I tried to do that a little earlier. I missed something and I didn't see it. But that Well, let have... me show this to you again. I'll show it to you in a different way if that's okay. Sure. So... Full Here's speech, our text analyzer demonstration. White, white, zero, uh, What are we going to use? Gourmet, math type, language, language, focus, blue, and Let's flyer do... from a ah. flyer from ACB 2018. So here's the ACB 2018 flyer. Remember it had the, the, the scavenger hunt all around the train station uh -huh. at Union Station? Uh -huh. So I've got that flyer. Let's do this same process again. I really like this feature. It doesn't show, does it? And just to show you the other way to do this, I'm going to press the applications key. Context menu. O. Open. O. Arrow down. Create a new video. Edit with photos. Edit with paint 3D. Set as desk. Edit. Print. 
Share with Sky. Picture smart, convenient OCR to Word with JAWS. Ta-da! Let's do that, okay? Let's press enter. Leaving menus, webinar demo files and Zoom backgrounds. Items view multi-select list box. Flyer from ACB 2018 in the hotel.jpg. 6 slash 30 slash 2018 737 AM JPG file 954 kilobytes. 5 of 17. Document OCR started. Pages right side up. Finished. Now, it was actually finished about oh, two days ago, but it had to read all that stuff, right? So did you hear it that it, it went to documents? Yes. And here's yes. my... Uh, Here's my thing. Flyer from ACB 2018 in the hotel.jpg. 6 slash 30. That's my, that's my thing. It didn't, it didn't take focus there, which I'm going to have to have words with Jaws about it later, but we'll get there. Hang on. Window list dialog. Got my running applications. Here is the document. F. All aboard Union Station Engineers.docs Word Restored. One of nine. So here's All my aboard file. Union Station Engineers.docs Word. Web layout view. Edit. Now, did you notice oh, all about yeah. all aboard, etc.? Yeah, and I may have had the same issue there when I was one. looking for it. What animal is on the front of the gold U.S. mail letter box? And I won't read all the clues. I thought this was pretty cool. If I'd have known about this, I would have tried to have done it if I could broken away from the Vespero table. So it took, the, I'll go to the top. Top of file, blank. Okay, first line. Table one, oh, unif out of table, clue number one. No, what animal is on the front <laughs> it's of... It's funny because the first line is all aboard etc engineers and it took that first line and made it the name of the document and then we go down through the clues and everything so it, it did all the legwork for me and i'm sitting in an open word document that's cool that's really i nice. think it is yeah. i but, but see i like to i do a lot of research i open up stuff and i i want to save it i've opened it up uh whether it's 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 images because i go into old uh, uh old well, okay, for me, it's like reviews of communications gear. And so it's manuals and things from the 70s and 80s, or it's product reviews. And they haven't marked up a lot of that old stuff. It's pictures of pages. And so this lets me grab this and drop it right into Word. Uh, as I travel, you and I both travel a lot, Larry, and I, I, I cannot believe you haven't found a restaurant you want to go to, and you go after the menu, and it's pictures of the menu. Oh, sure. Yep. Okay. Yep. This would let me grab that and make a Word document out of it. I mean, it's it's a little tool with a lot of power. It's one of those things I say ought to be tucked into our JAWS tool belts. In this instance, you need to know it's there because it may be a hammer, but hammers are really important when you're trying to pound a nail, even if it's not a real big tool. So <laughs> I think it's important, and I'll close this out. Alt F4. Items view. Let's see. So that is... Convenient OCR and its latest iteration. And I'm going to ask JAWS, maybe. <laughs> there we go. Oh, good. We're looking good. So let me show you Convenient OCR. I want to take a quick glance at the time because I could go on forever and just show stuff, and I have a ball with it. So I've got the flyer from ACB. Let's do Convenient uh, – sorry, let's do Picture Smart for anybody who hasn't seen it yet. Um, we'll do – Not select uh, – Counting people with dis. Uh, where's my picture? Smart pictures. Hang on. Shell folder. Picture smart images. Yeah, like two of right here. Okay. So. Cat laying on the bed. Jp. Eric Gold flyer from AC Golden Gate. Jp. So here's a picture of somebody standing in f with the Golden Gate Bridge behind them. Now, picture smart is a little bit different than convenient OCR. 
for people who, who haven't played with it. And it's funny because I encounter people all the time who haven't. You know, they know it's there, but they just haven't messed with it. Uh, it, is, it is a neat spin on a lot of the technology we're running into it in Facebook and other places where you'll get uh, image may contain food. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> it's just not very deep. So let's look at this for a minute because what happens when you do picture smart is it will send your image. And I'm, I'm looking at a JPEG file that's the easiest for me, but you could set up um, your Perl camera and snap a picture from a magazine page or an image from a photo. Um, I'm finding it most useful for uh, one of two places. If I get a JPEG file with an image or if I'm on the Internet and I get the ever-popular uh, JAWS announcement that says image or graphic. I can put my cursor on that, press insert space, followed by the letter P for picture smart, and then C for control. And that tells picture smart, hey, whatever my, whatever my focus is on, wherever the virtual cursor is on in this instance, that's an image try and tell me what it is and it will grab that image or if I'm using a JPEG like I'm going to now, it'll grab that image, send it back to our servers and we'll go into, Microsoft's got a huge image database and we'll try and mine that uh, and it will try and get you some some info. So let's do that with this picture of Golden Gate, okay? Space. Okay, so uh, that's insert space followed by the letter P for picture, picture smart. smart and then F for file. I won't do C for control because I'm not on the internet looking at a graphic or image. So F for file. Picture smart is in progress. Heading level two caption is Louis Air standing on a bridge. Heading level three, these tags describe the photo wow. clothing, grass, outdoor, person, sky. Heading level three, these tags probably describe the photo building, man, standing. Heading level three, these tags possibly describe the photo bridge, cloud, human face, jacket. Smile. Link more results. Results. Okay. I am totally shocked, Larry, because it actually identified the person. It saw Lou Ayres, <laughs> and it's got other pictures of Lou Ayres, who was a fine actor in the there 30s, 40s and 50s. Outstanding. Yeah. Is that who that is? Yeah, it's Okay, Lou I don't recognize it. I just, I, I'm Dr. thinking, Kildare okay, movies, this... Lots of stuff like that. Wow, man. Well, what gets me is that it has, it identified his, it didn't used to identify his picture. It was just man standing in front of the bridge. And uh, obviously, Mr. Ayers' picture is in public databases, and it found him. A uh, little bit of a story. My wife has her, her dearest friend, her best girlfriend, is from Oklahoma. And uh, she comes out to visit us yearly, hangs out with my wife. They go on an organizing spree to, to get our garage put back in order as the year's entropy has taken place and it has moved from order into chaos. And uh, I get I get uh, tasked with carrying the heavy boxes to and fro as I'm directed and they arrange, they organize and determine and arrange and I carry. So, you know, all was good. <laughs> but uh, when, when she came out one year, I used Ira to get assistance in framing a shot because we have a lot of pictures of... Uh, me, our little boy, uh, her best friend and us, but never a lot of pictures with my wife, Denise, in them because she usually is the one holding the camera. So unintentional, but, but real plug for Ira for people who aren't using it. Um, they will frame and take a picture for you and send you the image you know, using your, your phone. So I said, hey, let me get a picture this time so everybody can be in it. And so I got a couple of shots 
uh, both my wife and her friend Laura, and then my wife and Laura and our little boy uh, up against our fireplace, neat backdrop, yada, yada. And uh, I used this in Picture Smart one time, just playing around, and my wife's friend was in the uh, Oklahoma Department of Economic Development, the State Department of Economic Development, and her image ended up somewhere in a database because it identified her, just like it did Lou Ayers, it identified Laura in the picture by name, and I had never heard it do that before, and I was flabbergasted. So it's kind of cool the way it will do that. But a change that's been made to Picture Smart at the bottom here... More results. We have a link that says more results, and what that will do is it will, it will tell the server, hey, go get me more results about this picture. I'm going to press enter on this. Enter. Picture smart is in progress. Heading level 2 caption is Louis Ayers standing on a bridge. Heading level 5 total number of faces in this photo is 1. Heading level 4 this landmark possibly appears in the photo Golden Gate Bridge. Heading level 4 this text appears in the photo column. Heading level 4 these objects appear in the photo genes. Outerwear. Heading level 4 This object probably appears in the photo person. Heading level 3 These tags describe the photo clothing. Cloud. Glasses. Goggles. Grass. Outdoor. Person. Sky. Heading level 3 These tags probably describe the photo building. Eyewear. Jacket. Landscape. Man. Standing. Sunglasses. Travel. Heading level 3 These tags possibly describe the photo bridge. Human face. Smile. Smile. Okay, and that was kind of exhausted. I, exhaustive. I tend to do this with speech turned off. I look at it in Braille. But let me point out a couple of things. When I had it go back and grab more information, you notice it identified the landmark, the Golden Gate Bridge. Um, I've got my wife and I standing from long ago when NFB did their convention at the Galt House. Um, you know, there was a steamboat that left from a landing right down there. I don't know if you guys remember that or not. Uh, the Bell of Louisville, for real a steamboat that burns steam and has a paddle wheel and yep. makes chuffing noises and cool stuff like that. But I've got a picture of us standing in front of the riverboat. And again, it identified the landmark, Bell of Louisville. In this instance, it, it identified the Golden Gate Bridge. But I wondered when I first used this image, it says column. Text. This text may appear in the image column. So I asked a sighted friend, and it turns out that the gentleman in the picture has a Columbia jacket on. Okay, the, the clothing wear uh, brand, Columbia. And there's a little fold in the material of the jacket. So the only letters, <clears throat> the only letters, excuse me, that are available are tiny little C-O-L-U-M-B. And the I-A is obscured. But it did OCR on that tiny little print. So I, I, <laughs> I like this feature. Uh, I use it. No, it's not going to say it's a picture of uh, Aunt Ned and Uncle Fred at the family picnic eating chicken. It's just not going to do that. But if you want a good overview of what's in an image, if you need OCR on a picture, I've got, I won't do this uh, because uh, this has been belabored enough, I suppose, but um, I've got a picture of a newspaper that talks about um, uh, somebody from the WHO coming and doing a tour in Clearwater. And if I do, if I do picture smart with this, It'll do OCR. It'll perform OCR for me and give me the text in that picture of a page. So it, it takes convenient OCR even a step further. Uh, if you've got if you've got a picture and the overall picture isn't about the text, but the text is still there, 
it'll try to perform, perform OCR for you. So a neat feature, a kind of a cool feature and a useful feature. And to bring it into classroom context, if I've got a blind kiddo who wants to go through magazines and look for pictures that might be relevant, kind of a cool way to do some independent searching. Um, you know, find the magazine, read the text, and then find the images that might apply. Uh, you know, I think it'd be a cool thing to do. Speech mute. I'm going to mute uh, speech here for a minute. I will give you a bit of a teaser. Uh, within the next few months, look for some more neat features being debuted for the L Braille. I can't talk about what they are um, because I'd be in big trouble and then somebody else would be doing these webinars instead of me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there is some neat stuff coming. Um, for those who haven't messed with FS Reader, which is bundled free with JAWS, haven't used FS Reader and and DAISY formatted books from places like Bookshare. Uh, I'll tell you the context I use them in. And again, if there's questions, we can... We can well, you feed. do have a question if, you, oh, if you're ready let her in. Oh, that's fine. Sure. All right. Catherine, go ahead and unmute. I've been thinking about getting this device. Uh-huh. And my question is, so do if I already have JAWS, how does that work? Okay. So... You'll receive the L Braille, and JAWS is installed. It's ready to go. It's running in 40-minute mode. Right? Okay, so I just have to put in my serial yep. number and yep. whatever. Get, get your Wi-Fi paired with it so you've got a way to talk to the server. Get your serial number in it, and your authorization immediately moves over. Yeah, it, it's, pretty, it's like any other PC. So, um, you know, if you've done it, you know the drill. You just, you just, it'll actually prompt you, hey, you're running in 40-minute mode. Do you want to update your authorization, right? That The NAG screen shows up. Anytime you start JAWS in 40-minute mode. Say again? Will will it talk as soon as, do I have to get someone else to do the Wi-Fi, or will it You will have to, you will, well, it'll talk right out of the box. Oh, no, it comes, it comes configured with JAWS up and running. Uh, JAWS is set to start up, you know, as soon as the thing comes up. As soon as you hear the Windows startup music and the desktop populates, you'll get JAWS speech. We do that for you, so you'll have speech and Braille um, already in front of you. Okay. If you're not comfortable doing JAWS Braille in for the moment, you can always plug in a, US, uh, a USB keyboard, a QWERTY keyboard, and drive it at least at first. But let me tell you a secret. You said you've already got a Focus Braille display? I have an older one, but I want to get a yeah. No, I know. I and you'll need the newer one to go with your, with your, with your L yeah. Braille. But if you've got yeah. a Focus Braille display and you've already got JAWS, you can become an L Braille expert without ever owning an L Braille. Oh, oh, no, 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 okay. seriously, because it's running Windows and JAWS, right? Right. So JAWS takes advantage of the Braille-in feature. You can find that in JAWS Help. Um, if you want, fire me off a note, rmiller at vispero.com. I'll point you in the right direction. But L Braille, uh, sorry, uh, Braille-in is built into JAWS. It's been there since JAWS 12, so many moons oh, ago. okay. And so if you plug in your focus and you configure it to give you the, you know, whatever Braille contraction level you want, and have Braille input set to contracted Braille. I assume you're comfortable with that. You can learn yes. the environment. You can drive your PC using your Focus Braille display just literally, just like you would on the L Braille. It's the same user interface. It's JAWS and Windows. And so you can learn all the Braille, uh, all the Braille in commands, all the little nuances for driving the thing without ever owning one. So that when you get your L Braille, you turn it on, you go, oh, I already know how to do this, and you just keep on going. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah, yep. that's great. So I say you literally can be, you know, the, the L Braille expert because it's using JAWS and it's using the Braille in uh, command set. 
Interesting. Yeah, I got I got so used to using because when I was working, I had eighty self focus on my. Oh, desk. nice. <laughs> so, yeah. Now, of course, I don't have it now. There's no eighty cell braille. You'd be carrying this giant <laughs> thing slung over your back. <laughs> right. It was fun. Well, yeah, it was good for work because I could see so much of the screen by just going down, airing down with all eighty cells. It was. Awesome. You can see what your formatting looks like. You've got hanging indents. I have an, uh, an 80 cell braille display in my office. I don't have room for it on my little desk at home in my, my office, which is the corner of the guest bedroom, because we never envisioned me working from home before COVID. So the but I always left it on computer braille because then it was the same as the computer. So I never got used to using contracted braille. That was my whole point of saying all that. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, no, JAWS. Well, see, JAWS is neat because it'll give you input and output both. In contracted Braille, the days of having to use computer Braille in and getting contracted Braille out are gone. The oh, only context okay. where you've got to use computer Braille is, there's two places, really. Okay, One is if you're using Excel, because so much of Excel oh, tends boy. to be mixed Believe format. Me, <laughs> okay, yeah, so much of it is mixed format. So, you you know, you're doing alpha and numeric stuff and formulae. So, we don't want to force you into into uh, contracted Braille, whether it's UEB or whatever. No, the other place so. is if you're entering, like, a web address or a search field or whatever on the Internet. Um, and in a lot of instances, you might use computer Braille. And for your password, your password, because, again, it could be mixed case, mixed format, excuse me, uh, That's that's computer Braille. Um, but a so lot of I don't have to use that anymore. <laughs> so well, that's, just, oh. that's it. Only, only you know. There's probably ninety percent of the time you can use contracted braille across the board now. Right. Yeah. That's great. Yep. I appreciate your taking my call, and uh, I'm glad you're here. It'd be really lonely with just two of you. Yeah. <laughs> if it were just three <laughs> of us here, it'd be a much shorter session. <laughs> All right, you, Nancy. Hi, Nancy again. Yep. <laughs> I, this my, I hope this isn't a silly question, but if, is, is JAWS t- uh, Tandem and and or um, TeamViewer already on there? And if not, we have to install it. And also, if you have a fifth, if someone had a fifth generation, I don't know if the six if there's going to be a sixth generation. Does one have to pay for a whole new display, or how does that work exactly? I can't remember. Sorry, no thank problem. you. Oh, it's totally good. So, uh, first thing, second. Let's do second things first. Um, if you've already, if you already have a fifth generation Focus Braille display, a Focus Forty Blue, fifth generation, that will dock right into the L Braille. It docks in and locks in, and uh, I literally have my L Braille in front of me since we're doing Zoom with it. I can grab it by the by the uh, bumpers on the end of the Braille display and pick it up and shake it around, and it, it hangs on. It's perfectly happy. Um, so if you already own the fifth generation Focus Forty Blue, you don't need to buy two. You know, now you can if you want, but you don't have to, not at all. So that's your second question. Your first question: Tandem is part of Jaws, so you will have Tandem, and I have used Tandem from the L Braille to help other people to Tandem into their computers. It's perfectly happy doing that; it's not a problem at all. And um, as far as uh, uh, Microsoft Teams, that's one you'll have to go after and install because not everybody has that. So. You know, you just, you, you, but you'll treat it like you would Teams on any other computer. That's no big deal. You. Well, I think she meant Team running. Viewer, which is an app. Oh, Team, with people, yeah. Team Viewer. But that's Sorry. true too. But once again, yeah, you'll have yeah. to, you'll have to install it. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying. Oh. Ron, you have about two minutes. I see it. Any other questions? Otherwise, we can no. uh, put ribbons on it. Nope. Okay. Well, we can all sing together, or we can end a minute and a half early. Um, <laughs> however, you guys want to do it. <laughs> 
I do want to thank you for letting me be here. I always enjoy getting together with everybody, so it's it's always a, a pleasure and a privilege. Excellent. Well, Vispero is coming back next Thursday. We've got these going for quite a while, so there's any kind anything that you want to actually know about concerning training uh, or topics. Uh, I guess probably the best thing to do is write to training at vispero.com and say, hey, we want to hear about this topic. But they're scheduled for the foreseeable future already, so they'll be here every Thursday, noon Eastern, 9 Pacific. And Ron, That's thanks, it. thanks so much. Nope. You know, we'll let you get back to your back porch and the birds and <laughs> everything else. It's lunchtime. We've been reading about all this Greek food. And again, if anybody has questions for me, you can you can reach me at rmiller at vispero.com. Thanks a lot, everybody. Take care. Thank you, Ron. Thanks, Sheila. Thanks, Larry. And we'll disconnect. Thanks, Sheila and Larry. Okay. Uh-huh.